0: Thank you for tuning in to Entrepreneurs Are United, where like-minded individuals gather to grow. Today, you will be listening to Michael Munday with 20 years of leadership experience. Thank you for supporting our show. What is going on, everybody? I hope you had a great week. Uh, today, we are going to talk about the fundamentals of investing and the hardships we, when it comes to savings. So it's going to be about a 15-minute talk, and you're going to find a lot of this relatable coming from an, from a dad, from a father, from someone who has a full-time job, who's also trying to invest and grow my own portfolio. Some of those hurdles I've, I've found through my studies, my readings, and my education, and just engaging other people, I found that that is a shared struggle Amongst all individuals who are trying to kind of balance, you know, that home life with that entrepreneurial life, with trying to grow a business and do something else. So, let's go ahead and dig into it, and we'll talk about a few uh, viewpoints. And as we go through this, you're going to find some relatable stuff. So, let's start at the foundation, right? So, as a uh, you know a father, or as a you know a son, or a daughter, or a parent, or you know anything where you're engaged in family, uh, we find it. Uh, You know, that inner struggle with, okay, if I spend a lot of time learning a new trade or trying to invest or trying to get into a trade that pays really well, that isn't a nine to five. I'm going to be sacrificing some of that time. And that's sort of the struggle that we we, ha- we have when we're trying to build a business, when we're trying to build an investment portfolio, or we're actually trying to trade right, or be a day trader or get into the market. Because a lot of people will tell you that you can just get in and start buying and selling stocks and buying and selling options. And it's easy to make money and I'll teach you how to do it. But there are a lot of things behind it that we don't know. So the grassroots of it is really what are our decisions as our our own family background or our family current situation. And those are what vary the most, right? So depending on your age, and again, you're never too old or never too young to really get going and doing this. So you really have to kind of clear that mindset. One of the things that I found has been the most helpful is prioritizing essentially that schedule, right? So prioritizing what not necessarily as important, but there are a lot of things and the word engagement really strike home is are you an engager of your online community more than you're an engager of your own family? You know, And this doesn't just include your kids and your wife or your girlfriend or your spouse, but you have parents, you have brothers and sisters and grandparents and are you just the one who just disappears and, and goes and does something really phenomenal and then, then comes back and makes up for that, right? And that's a strategy, but it, it all boils down to the kind of person you want to be. And there is no wrong answer when it comes to if you want to be more loving, engaging with your family versus an entrepreneur who's always grinding and making millions of dollars and trying to regain five years. Because you have to remember a few things is with time, it's the one thing you can't buy right? You can't buy back that time. And if you've missed some significant stuff, then it really didn't matter how much of an entrepreneur. So I'm a dad. My kids even scream in the background while I'm recording videos, right? So (laughs) it's just one of those things that are very relatable. And the decisions that I've made in moving forward has been centric around, I want to spend time with my kids. So how do I do this? Being a good dad and a husband and a son, nephew, cousin, brother? How do I do all of that at the same time? Well, again, we're going back to the schedule. You got to have that really good schedule and then you got to have goals. And those goals have to be shared with you and your significant other, right? And that includes maybe even your family. Maybe they need to know what you're trying to do and how much effort that'll take Right, It'll really lift some of that burden that you're going to partake when you're just being disconnected from what's going on around you. Now, that's no excuse to disconnect from raising your children and participating in your love life, but it's definitely something you're going to have to relate back to over and over and over. Am I too far into this? Have I disconnected? Am I not being myself? Am I more stressed out? Am I actually making progress to the benefit of my family? Right, Those are the things that we do. So, what I end up doing is I always have a priority where my family and my kids. I have to check that block, and I've actually created sort of a guilty conscience that if I feel like I'm not, I will sacrifice maybe a really good you know product or gang or uh, just you know progress in something because I will feel like I need to give some of that time back to my family. And I'm always looking for new ways to really kind of spark that date night, movie night, wine and, and brownies and. You know, just something simple like that. And then, you know, uh, again, taking my kids with me when I go and do errands that they can participate in and walking them to school and cooking them breakfast and lunch and dinner and just just doing the things that I have to do for myself and including them into that. Uh, You know, and that's just sort of the important aspect of it. So once I get that baseline down, then I move forward. And so I say, okay, what are the number one priorities into my entrepreneurial moves? Right. What am I looking to do? So if you're looking at starting into the stock market, some of the things that you have to realize is is the education is going to be heavy upfront. You're going to have to understand the basics in trading. You can't just expect to trade, go in and start making you it happens all the time. But that isn't really the fundamental to having success in the long term because just as easy as you got that you could turn around and lose that. The 1% of the people who get really lucky and really into a trade and they just got it, they those are the people who you know who can continue on and endure if they have the other part of the 1%, which is the discipline to maintain those gains or the growth and reinvest it in an appropriate way. Right. So that's where it becomes tricky, right? So the 1% of 1% of those people who do really well because of the the luck, a company with the discipline, that isn't really what you got to kind of base your reliance on. And if you're following someone who is successful and does this, you have to really understand behind the scenes that either A, they worked really hard up front in order to create a strategy that works well for them. And that is the success you're seeing is their own strategy, or they're just not really showing you the right strategy they're just showing you you know snippets of wins and snippets of that and not really showing you kind of the ups and downs and losses that are accompanied with that. So you have to take that in perspective. I know both those scenarios seem doom and gloom, but the first one really is realistic because Trading while technical analysis do run enduring across most platforms and they are synonymous to each other, right? Support resistance is the same across every stock and crossovers and exponential moving averages and resistant lines and, you know, oversold and overbought uh, with the RSI. Like that's the same but it doesn't really mean the same to you. If you haven't either A, watched them enough to understand them, you know what the importance of, the, of those are, the stock that moves with it moves differently, and then embed that into your trading style. And that is how you actually get ahead. Uh, and that's that's why type A or scenario A is the most profitable is because that trader took the time to develop their style. What works for them? Do they trade the options or not? How far out? They're telling you particularly and then they're teaching you broad strategies and you're buying into that, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but you can find a lot of that stuff, uh, the, at least the basic stuffs out there. And this is where problem two comes in. How do you compartmentalize all of that data? Uh, how do you get it and retain You know what's important, what's not important, what are you supposed to listen to? Well, that's where I really encourage the mentor mentorship type program, like getting into uh, mentorship courses where people are there to ask those questions all the time. Like you have someone that you have a question you can get an answer to. So you're not wasting time chasing down answers on YouTube if, because you just don't even know what to, what to research, right? These people have researched what you're trying to find out and either A, they already know the answer or they know how to find it quickly. Again, reducing your time. Essentially, you're paying for that time. So if you're not engaged with that person you've invested into their course, then you need to think about what who you need to invest in in order to have that access. Uh, and this isn't really kind of you know downplaying or dissing any other course or whatnot because those things can change and they're, they're appropriate for some people or not. Some people are hands-off, some people are hands-on. But I suggest you have a mentor, whether you're paying for them or not, in order for you to have access to you know, learning something and, and running off your strategies off them so they can either give you lessons learned, what's worked for them, what hasn't, uh, or they can kind of tell you where you should look in order to find out if what you're doing is kind of on the right track. And this is all stock talk, day trading and swing trading, and understand how to develop in that strategy. When we're talking about building a long-term profile or portfolio, We really have to get into numbers and fundamentals and just getting out there and investing into what everyone else is investing into That's short term investing. And that's okay too. But you have to know when to pull your profits. You will have to have done some sort of analysis or you are watching how the volume is moving on this stock. But the point is, if you're going to invest and then walk away and continue with your life, you need to do some sort of backdrop analysis there's a uh, companies like in my favorite one of my favorites is victory capital so victory capital allows you to pick your profile or what you're trying to invest in but they give you these print to show you exactly what you're investing in and the breakdown to it and what those stocks have done over time and allows you to kind of analyze yeah yeah it is a uh you know kind of a broader market perspective but you have a lot of control and i'm not really hyping up victory capital it's just one of the ones that i use I really like to be able to choose my, you know, my investment strength, my strategy. Whether I'm aggressive, moderately aggressive, you know, low aggression, uh, you know, more stocks and bonds, more high risk, you know, S cap and C stocks, S stocks, which are small cap, and you have your. Uh, your growth stocks, and then obviously your international stocks and how you're going to break that up and maybe even space-driven uh, you know, technology or anything like that or like the EV market. And again, really understanding those strategies is important. So developing that analytical criteria, this also goes back to having a mentor. Mentors can help you understand how you're supposed to be looking at stocks and maybe even give you a pick and a reason why. A lot of these mentors already know what they're investing in and why they're investing and what that criteria looks like and, and when they're going to sell or how long they're going to hold. And that's again, that's what you're paying for. That's that benefit. Or you just know someone that just loves doing that and you're just following them on Instagram and you're engaging them and you're just kind of watching what they do. That is another really quick and free way to really get into what your portfolio investing strategy can be. So once you get to long-term stocks and you get or you get away from day trading, you're into long-term stocks, your development profile... It's like, how much do you do? How much do you invest? Well, you invest everything you can that's outside of your everyday sustainable living, right? And so this takes us to budgeting. And the budgeting is, yeah, while well, that should have been step one, hopefully by at this point, you're already in at least to some sort of budgeting. So you have to take into the basics, right? What do you need in order to live, right? Your rent, your car payment, your phone and, and so on like food and groceries and all that, not unless food or water first. But you know, shelter, food, and water, let's get that first. Then let's move on to iPhones and the cars and all that jazz. You know, things you need to, you know, move around if you can do that and not, you know, taking the bus, that's great too. I love taking the bus. and nothing else, I like riding my bike. So once you get all that captured. Then you're saying, okay, well, what am I investing into my savings? How What does what my long-term savings plan looks like and, and where do I need to get that? And once you've got that plan, everything else needs to go into investing. Maybe you also include in there, hey, I'm going to allow myself $200 a month to just splurge and buy whatever, you know, some new headphones or going to go out to eat or something like that. you know. And then you just kind of take off to that side and figure out how can I invest? Just say it's $1,000 a month, right? How can I invest this thousand dollars? Right, first of all, it better go into your IRA. If you have a job and you can max out your IRA, then you need to do that. You need to be putting in that six thousand dollars per year into your IRA for that tax, uh, that tax haven. In order, when you get older, you have something very tangible and reliable you can have because we don't know if Social Security is going to be here for everyone when we get older. So that's just something to think about. Uh, and then, so let's progress forward. We got the budget, now we're investing. Now we're humming, and every raise that you get, if you haven't changed your living situation, that raise again turns into your investments. You just continue to invest. And if you're investing for you know looking to invest to a home, that goes into your you know your portfolio for your savings in order to put the down payment. But once the down payment's saved, then you move on to the next thing. You continue to do that. That's just a long term, very disciplined strategy in order to move forward. And then going into that business. Now that you have business and now you see how we just segued into this. Have you put yourself into an LLC? If you're doing rentals or you're launching a business or you got, you have to protect yourself by creating an LLC and and reap the the tax benefits for owning a small business. And again, all of this is just driven by how you manage and how do you juggle your finances and your desires and your In the family, and you know, you just kind of have to take it one step at a time. And I talk like this because I've gone through it. I have three kids, you know, I have a wife, I'm active duty military, I have a small business, I day trade, I long term portfolio trade, I have a rental property, and all of this is nothing that I just all of a sudden did. I had to take the time, I had to learn about this. I didn't have a mentor, I really wish I had one. Uh, I didn't have someone to help me guide me through what I needed to know. And it took a lot of face punches and a lot of losses that could have been avoided if I had had access to that. So, you know, that's just one thing that I look forward to uh, when I wake up in the morning, right, is is engaging with my family. And then who can I help today? Who's the next person that I can get out and I can say, don't do this or, hey, you should think about doing this because here are the benefits of doing that. And how can I really participate in their growth and their and finding their future goals Stuff because again that's very difficult especially if you if your situation changes uh, rapidly right so um, so I just want to kind of like get to that next engagement part of uh, you know how to how do we progress from here so you got this you got the money you've got the investments you started doing it you're going to be a day trader or you're going to be a long term portfolio or you're going to be in rentals or whatever whatever you do it all goes back to step one is you have to sit down you have to define your goals, you have to know what the plan is, and you got to put it into some structure. No matter what happens at the end of the day, you have to be able to rely and revert back to your plan. What was your plan when you first started this? I hope you guys have a great day. I've really enjoyed this conversation and I'll talk to you guys later. You guys stay amazing. <music>